family, I'm so happy to announce the launch of my brand new premium podcast. It's called Ideas That Matter Plus. This is an exciting new development that we've been working on for some time. This after seeing a lot of you request coming through saying thank you for what we've done and wanting more. Ideas That Matter Plus is a more targeted podcast that focuses on business strategies and more high-level thinking to help highly ambitious entrepreneurs, SMEs, business owners and founders, even the CEOs of big business. It only costs 450 Rand per month and will be coming in, but I mean coming in hot. So, subscribe now to Ideas That Matter Plus, now available on Spotify or Apple Podcast Store. Sayonara. Hey, Ideas That Matter team. Just get out of the gym here in Houston, Texas. So I've been a business owner. I just kind of I was listening to the episode on goal setting. Been a business owner here for about 10 years. Uh, uh, my name is Victor, first name only. And I've had a lot of success here. And uh, uh, for the past two or three years, I have been having a hard time setting goals, right? Because after a while, once you get to some level of success, and I become scared, what next? Am I just pursuing money or what it is, right? So it's been very difficult to set a goal. Uh, I always think that even though I'm doing very well, I could be doing a lot better and that the current path I'm on uh, will not uh, get me to exactly, uh, to it's basically, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm doing the good and abandoning the great, right? I could do bigger things, more scale, more global. However, I really enjoy uh, what I do now. But your last episode on, on how to set goals can help clarify a few things. And I really appreciate that. I'm gonna share that with my team, my staff as well, on how to set their goals. Even though I know how to set goals, it just never really, sometimes the way someone else puts it, put it in perspective. Uh, so I really appreciate that. I wanna say thank you. And I'll continue the good work. It's time to take your seat at the table. Find out how with Vosi Tembeguayo as we discuss ideas that matter. A catalyst for bold action. I can get my Gucci on. I can have my Louis Vuitton. But even if nothing on, I made you look. I made you look. Hello, family. <laughs> Hello, family, and welcome to another episode of the VT Podcast. And here we talk about ideas that matter. I've got to tell you guys, that's like my favorite song at the moment. Like it's booming in my on my phone. It's on my car radio. It's on my home stereo. It's every, I think Megan Trainor is an absolute... I mean, just... I can get my Gucci on. Don't you think that's like gorgeous? And then... She, and then not even eating nothing. Oh, no, I made you look. I made you look. I love that. Absolutely love that. I think Megan Trent is an absolute rock star. Like, I I love, love, love her stuff. In my mind, she literally picked up where Sia left off. Do you guys remember Sia? I've never seen a diamond in the flesh. You guys remember her. Anyway, so... Today, I wanted to talk about the Gucci and the Louis Vuitton, and that's precisely why I've started with that song by Megan Trainor. So, friends, family, 
In this week's episode of the VT Podcast, I want to talk to you a bit about first impressions. First impressions. See, most of us like to think that the reptilian part of our brain doesn't exist for us. Most of us think of ourselves as perfectly smart, logical people. We think that we reach conclusions off the back of sound evidence, science, and data. Most of us want to believe that we arrive at the voting booth and cast our vote based generally and genuinely on actual known facts and evidence. Most of us like to think that we choose the partners we choose and date the people we date because we've thought it through, right? Like we go through this criteria, this person must be X, Y, and Z. And we like to think that when we choose a partner, we qualify them using this criteria. Most of us like to think that we wear what we wear as an expression of our individuality. Most of us like to think that we live where we live as an expression of our choice. Most of us like to think that we raise our kids the way we raise our kids because we know better. Friends, family, it's not so. The overwhelming part of your decision-making process is not driven by data or science. It's driven by instinct and legacy thinking. Human beings default to what they know because we seek out certainty and safety. We try to eliminate uncertainty and risk in our lives. And so, for instance, when you're studying a science, particularly a quantitatively based science, a science that's about reaching rational decision-making, the process and the rigor is to get you to unhuman yourself. So when you're training as an engineer, for instance, they teach you to think in a particular way. When you're training as a risk analyst or an auditor or an accountant or a chartered financial analyst or a mathematician or a scientist, all of these like numbers-based sciences are there to help you think in a manner that eliminates the risk of your embedded humanity. Marketers, however, get trained not only on how to know what the embedded human behavior is, but more importantly, how to manipulate it, how to leverage it. So marketers know what happens to you instinctively and emotionally when you see the color blue. That proclivity for blue to mean royalty and trustworthiness. What happens, for instance, when you see the color black, that proclivity for power, an authority. What happens when you see the color red, that proclivity for domineering and strong? And what happens when you see the color yellow, that proclivity for warmth and embrace? These are all genetically coded into you. You don't wake up in the morning going, dear brain, please code black to mean X. It just is really. There was a funny video that I saw on TikTok, and uh, it's a Nigerian guy, and he'd been to South Africa, and he says something like this. He says, 
South African woman, when you are want to see your nyash, you are go to South Africa. <laughs> and then he says, I went left, nyash, right, nyash. <laughs> I am a child. <laughs> By the way, for the South African ladies, um, uh, we testify and and we confirm the findings of our learned comrade uh, about these matters. Let's move on now. <laughs> All right, Vusi, come back, come back. So, that young man's expression, comical albeit, his observation, natural no doubt, is a function of a genetic coding. So, for instance... Why is it in heterosexual relationships that men notice specific parts of the female anatomy? It's very seldom you'll hear guys going, you know, I started dating her because her Achilles tendon, <gasps> her Achilles heel is just so sexy. Like very few guys go, you know why I started dating her? Let me tell you, she has the smoothest looking knees in the world. It's just not what we're naturally drawn to. It isn't to say that beyond that which naturally draws you, you won't run a secondary system of analyses. Do you understand? So, of course you will. You want to understand, am I, uh, am I equally yoked, as Corinthians says in the Bible? Is, is this person and I compatible? Do we see the world the same way? Do we share values? Do I like the way they think? Do we even have a, a, a conversationality that keeps me excited and enthused? Do I look forward to calling them and talking to them? Is this somebody I can be vulnerable with? Ladies, for us men, that's so big. I think it's probably the missing tricks in most relationships today. Ladies, so many of you are looking for Superman. You're missing the Clark Kent walking right past you. You're so obsessed with the big chest that can take bullets that you don't see the guy wearing the glasses. And as a consequence of this, men, not given the opportunity or the permission by society to be vulnerable, play the role and that robs both you and he of a deeply meaningful and authentic relationship. So ladies, side note, before you worry about what he does for a living, or where does he come from, or his qualifications, or where he went to school, or his earnings, why don't you on a first date ask the man, tell me about the most traumatic experience of your life, and how did you resolve it? Tell me about the burden of being a man in modern society. And how does that make you feel? Tell me about the things that keep you up at night. Solace, comfort, vulnerability. Something we're not even looking for in our relationships today. Because, you know, you can't put that on Instagram. It doesn't trend. So... Your brain is coded in a particular way. It's coded in that way because for eons, literally millennia, it's how you survived. It's how our species survived. Women, 
generally looked for the strongest man for protection and prosperity. They looked for the most industrious man as an indication of wealth for the children she would bear. Men looked generally, not always, for the most voluptuous women as an indication, if you will, of fertility, the ability to reproduce himself so that he can care for the children that he's reproduced. So today, even though we think we're smart and intelligent and learned, we're still just crocodiles. We're lizards. We're primates. What does that mean for you as a listener of the VT Podcast? Well, I want to recommend to you that you think about the top three things that you're struggling with in your life today. You think about the people who have influence over that thing in your life right now and ask yourself the following question. How can you leverage basic human instinct and conditioning for the desired outcome that you have? So how can you position yourself, brand yourself, clothe yourself? How can you design your appearance so that you get the outcome that you want, not the outcome that you're experiencing? There is simply no other way to say it than this. Even with all of our years of knowledge and information, with the technology and sophistication that we have today, the billions and billions of points of data that exist in the world, human beings are still just lizards, primates in softly toned skin. Understanding systems one thinking then gives you the ability to look for points of leverage so that you can get the desired result. And it's about being smart so that you can get the desired result. I hope you've enjoyed that. And I hope you apply that this week. I hope you think through how Systems 1 and Systems 2 thinking is finding itself and embedding itself in your life. And throughout the week, I hope you will test out and try the exercise of looking at things outside of what you like to think is your independent analytical brain and see them through the internal primitive part of your being. The part of your being that associates experience with history. The part of your being that has a narrative for every construct. When I say black, you have a narrative. When I say velvet, you have a narrative. If I say sky, there's a narrative there too. But if I say child, even there, a narrative. Single words can arouse utter and deep emotion. And with those emotions, crystal clear sight of what that word symbolizes. Systems one thinking. Friends, family, that is our podcast for this week. Make sure to hit us up 
on the VT Podcast in the weeks that come. For those of you building and scaling your business, don't forget to visit schoolofscale.co. For those of you looking for mentorship and growth, go to vtclub100.com. And if you want to send us your note on the WhatsApp line, here's the number. Country code 27, that's South Africa, 81505-7667. I'll say it again. Country code 27, that's South Africa, 81505-7667. We look forward to receiving your voice notes. So that's it. That's our time. I know it ends very, very quickly. For me, Vusi Tembergai and our partners in our studios at Sound and Sounds in Joburg, I bid you sayonara. We hope that you've drawn valuable lessons from this week's podcast. 